Good afternoon. Welcome to Entrepreneur's View of Business. This afternoon, we have a guest who is a fabulous accountant from Wolverhampton, gives great advice. Mr. Sean Philpot from Copa Wealth and Tax. Good afternoon. How are things? Yes, good afternoon, Ben. Yeah, things are okay here. We're, we're obviously incredibly busy. We're having to help all our clients out with all these different schemes that the government keeps uh, putting out and changing and amending and whatever. But other than that, business as usual for us, apart from the fact the team's just a bit disparate at the moment, working from home and all that. But we're managing, which is the main thing. And of course, as an accountant, it's not about you, it's about your clients, isn't it? How are they coping? Very much a mixed bag. I think it depends on what industries you're in. Obvious ones like hospitality and leisure are obviously finding it really tough at the moment. Manufacturers seem reasonably okay. You know, obviously not at full capacity, but not far off and, and making money, so they're happy. Professional services is a bit of a mixed bag, but again, I think most professional services uh, companies are, are managing to survive, even though having to cope with having a disparate workforce at the moment. So it's a very mixed picture, depending on where you are. You know, things like the events industries are, are really struggling. You know, my one client who, who's in that area is uh, who's a supplier to the events industry. You know, he's he's thinking about probably shutting down at least temporarily because he just can't he can't do anything and he's not getting the support. So it is a mixed picture. But obviously, overall, it's things aren't aren't where they would ideally be, shall we say? Yeah, it's one of the disappointments, really, is that we could lose the talent out of the events industry. And if you lose the talent and experience, who's who's the next batch of people going to learn from? I think, I think that is the one industry which, even despite a little bit of help going that way, you know, it, it probably hasn't been enough. I think they've been a little bit left out in a way, which isn't, I suppose, is inevitable when they're bringing these schemes. Inevitably, some people fall through the cracks, unfortunately. Yeah, they do. So we're here to look forward to what is going to be a big financial statement not that we're not having them every other day at the moment but Rishi Sunak has said he's going to attempt to do a financial statement in November what do you want to see from that? I mean obviously he's got to update us on how much money's been spent because I would dread to think what the figure is at the moment unfortunately he's going to have to probably continue spending because I think you know that the support's going to have to continue I mean some of the announcements this week you know he's taking the support probably out at least until May which suggests they still think, you know, we're going to have issues until that sort of point in time at the moment. I think people, what people are concerned about really is, is trying to understand to some extent how this money that's all been spent on, on the COVID crisis is going to be paid back. It's obviously a big number and people are worried about tax rises. So I think probably people are hoping to hear something about what his plans are. And I think most people are expecting at the moment because, because government borrowing is pretty cheap at the moment, that he's not, he's not going to try and wheedle it all back too quickly really and people a bit of a break because I think having got through COVID the last thing people want is they then find that they've got less money in the pocket because the tax man's had it so it's it's going to be difficult but I think I think he's got, he's got a difficult balancing act shall we say but I think he's got to give some indication of what his intention is in terms of how he's going to get some of this money back. Well, at the moment what's your biggest tip you're giving to your clients? I've just released my monthly blog article which is coming out I think tomorrow and and that's really covering two aspects one is just to make sure you are keeping up to date with all the all the government support because it is it is a moving feast it's moving almost i was going to say month to month not even week to week at most almost day to day that it's changing and it is very difficult to keep up to date with that and making sure you're getting what you're entitled to because the other thing that's sort of rearing its head now which we've almost forgotten about is, is brexit of course there's a lot of things to think about there, particularly if you you know you are an importer or an exporter. In my blog article, I talked about sort of 20 areas that you need to look at and see whether they're going to affect you and, and start thinking about what you're going to do about it. Because obviously, you know, the transition period ends 31st of December. They're saying it's not going to be moved. It's set in stone. Uh, and we still ain't got a deal. 
that's that's one area where I've sort of said to some of my clients, you really do need to start thinking about it and not forget about about it in the in this morass that's called COVID, because it's, it's still going to happen. Do people need to plan for two scenarios for no deal and a deal? I suppose ideally, yes, but you can plan for no deal because you've sort of got a rough idea of what that might look like. I think the problem at the moment is if we do have a deal, nobody knows exactly what it's going to look like. So it's actually quite difficult to plan for it. I think this is why they sort of originally set this deadline of middle of October to sort of have a deal to put forward because people just need a bit of notice to know what well, what's coming and what have I got to do. And the, the problem with it now being pushed forward again, I mean, you know, they're saying the negotiations are going to continue into, into November is people have just got less and less time to prepare for whatever the deal is if there is one from a business point of view you like to be able to plan one thing that causes problems with business is uncertainty we like certainty we like to know what's happening so we can plan for it and if we can't it, it causes us a problem well you know i like but, to look at positivity sean and one positivity is our mps will be working into december this year again so let's well, yeah, make them earn the money they might not be getting a christmas this year like the rest of us you know so <laughs> it, is. it is do you want to see a deal yeah i think ideally yes i, I think for all this bluster about you know we're, we'll be okay no matter what it's clearly got to be better for us to have a deal because going going on to wto trading rules and the like it's going to be more difficult it's going to mean more, more bureaucracy it's going to mean more cost we ideally want a deal but obviously politically he's obviously decided he's going to nail his colors to the mast and, and stick to what he said and, and not try and give too much i still think if there is a deal there will be a fair amount of movement. It's got to come from both sides. So I think most businesses would say we'd much rather have a deal than no deal. Yeah. Obviously, if that deal, if that deal's looking awful, then is that what did, what did Theresa May say? No yeah. deal's better than a bad deal. <laughs> but I, I think I think no deal is 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 going to cause horrendous problems. I can't even imagine what it's going to be like around over. At the moment. There's a strong possibility that could happen, you know, although I think they are moving closer and as inevitably as time passes and because he won't move this deadline, it, it is kind of forcing the EU a little bit to come back and perhaps give in on a few things that they don't want to particularly give in on. But, but equally, he's going to have to give in on some of the things that he sort of said are, are red lines, I think, if, that, if they're actually going to come up. with. Yeah, it is. It is. Jack, can they subscribe to your blog, Sean? If you, uh, if you go onto my website www.copiawealthandtax.co.uk you can sign up through inquiries to get to get access to it but equally it's published on my new section of my website so it's always there there's at least an article goes up there every month at the moment we've been doing them a little bit more frequently than that partly because of all these changes to the covid support so it's a useful source of information and obviously i'm always available on the end of the phone or via email or organizing a zoom meeting if if somebody wants to talk about a particular issue never been such an important time to have an accountant at the moment it's not a cost it's 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 something vital that's going to save you money isn't it sean accountant obviously i would agree with you on that but i i I do think that's the case and i think i think the problem is people have got so many issues running the business at the moment trying to sort out your own finances and trying to keep up to date with all these things and do it all yourself it's it's just not the best idea is it i mean if you need expertise you need to pay for it and get it in and and then you can carry on with running your businesses which is what you're good at and i've always thought that's the right approach and I've known you for a few years, Sean, and if there's one thing we get from you, it's honest advice. Might not like it at times, and at times we'll, we'll love it, but at least it's honest, well, and that's what you need. No, you can't give people good news all the time. Sometimes you've got to tell people how it is, unfortunately, and they might not want to hear it, but I think in the long term, they probably appreciate it. Well, unfortunately, we're going to have to give people some bad news now. That's the end of the podcast. But Sean, as always, 
Thank you for joining us. If you do need Sean, please do contact him, copiawealthandtax.co.uk. Thank, thank you very much, Ben. Great to talk you, to you. And you, Sean, thank you.